Hello there, and welcome to Two Geeks Talk Movies. I'm your host, John, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Joanne. Hey. Can you believe this is episode 25? I know, Kate. I can't decide <laughs> if it flew and I dragged in. <laughs> Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I noticed this this morning. I went, oh my God, 25 episodes. And somebody says, oh, what do we get past episode three? Mm. Um, Year of little faith there, you know? Isn't there? Mm, some people. But yes, yeah, 25. not stubborn. Mm, yes, exactly. Exactly. Nothing could stop. Yes, 25 episodes. My God. So what would you think is the best one we've covered yet? Ooh, see. See, the last time you asked me this, I said, whatever happened to uh, Baby Jane? Because mm-hmm. it's my free. But actually, no. Thinking back, I'm going to say Shawshank. Okay. The, not only because, you know, I, I like a bit of uh, Stephen King, but not Shawshank, the Green Mile. Sorry, we're not done Shawshank. Um, mm. But yeah, the, the Mile, yeah. um, conversation and the the you know the tangent we went off on that mm. was completely irrelevant to the movie was kind of good mm-hmm. for me it's a split choice between psycho my favorite hitchcock mm. movie and um let me think baby chain that's too, that's too obvious an answer mm. um et because i like destroying people's childhood <laughs> 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 um I kind of liked, um, what was that one? The second one we done, what was that one again? Uh, uh, Darkness Falls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked the conversation we had with that one. I also liked the conversation we had with The Mist. Yeah. And also, so yeah, I mean, I think the, the only, uh, there's not one bad episode in this entire 25, which I'm stunned at, you know, because usually mm. you get like a dud, but there's no bad. Yeah. Bad episodes. Yeah, I'm going to say that I think our first one was pretty bad, and it's mainly because, A, you know me, Pog, like, Pog and I do, well, I do it willingly now, but before that, it wouldn't have been something I did willingly, because I hate the sound of my own boy. So when I listened back to that, I could tell I was pretty self-conscious about what I sounded like, never mind. So, yeah, true. you know. True. So for me, the, the first one, although, you know, I'm, I'm going to Defend Ghost Ship to the Hill because I think it's amazing and what's her name? Julianne Julia Moore, isn't it? Isn't uh, no. Um, no, I'm thinking of the wrong actress. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. terrible considering I was going to say very attractive and I can't remember her freaking name. But you okay, know her. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, for me, I'm going to say maybe the first one, if we were ever and about an extra, another, you know, 25, 30 episodes from now, going to go back and re- mm. rematch, say, an episode. I would be, you know, tempted to try and talk you into that, but I know you hate mm. that movie, so I won't be that cool. Mm. I mean, to be fair, my first episodes are shaky as fuck. So, <laughs> I mean, it didn't take me, uh, it took me, what, 50 episodes to get into the swing of doing this thing, and now I'm pushing... 340 episodes. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, my, my first, I would say 25 are shocking. <laughs> you know, for one more podcast, but... Um, but it's like anything, though. It's like, you know, practice makes perfect on anything, and if you're not used to doing it, then, yeah, you are going to be mm. off the game with, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
mean, my, my first 25 episodes sounds like I'm in a bloody wind tunnel speaking through a straw. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't have that one. Wait, um, you don't have that wind tunnel in your house anymore? Where do you record? <laughs> anyway, go back to this thing. Um, mm. Tonight, we're looking at 2009's District 9. Oh, I've got District 5 here for some reason. <laughs> District 9. <laughs> Anyway, um, coming from the mind of Peter Jackson. However, that's a lie because on the uh, the DVD, um, it's actually stated this is based off a script, a failed script from uh, Halo, because Peter Jackson mm-hmm. wanted to do the Halo movie and they couldn't get the thing off the ground, so the the script was morphed allegedly into this. But mm-hmm. if you yeah. listen to the director's commentary, it and behind the scenes, it's not. It's actually an idea that was floating around the, the director's head for a while, and he's so given cut off. It's like an amalgamation of the two, then. Kinda, yes, yes. Yeah. Because what I understand, this was giving a third of the budget that Halo was supposed to have. So this is a pretty low budget movie. Yeah, uh, well, considering the amount of CGI. Mm, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's very true. I think half of the budget went to the CGI, and right. about a third of the budget went to security on the set. <laughs> because <laughs> this is a real shanty town they're filming in, and it is it was full of gangsters and full of drug dealers. Oh, and geez. Mm, mm. In fact, I think some of the extras, quote unquote extras, are actually real gangsters. So. <laughs> just wandered into shot. <laughs> well, no, no, the shop not actually hired um, to keep the peace, sort of thing, you know. Oh geez. So yeah, yeah. So like I said, this is brought to us by Neil Blomkamp. Can't be even. Uh, who also brought us Elysium and Chappie. So is he a sci-fi god? Would you say? I have no idea because this is the first of her movies I've seen. Exactly, yeah. I've, I've tried watching Chappie and I couldn't get past 10 minutes. And I tried watching no. Elysium and couldn't get past 10 minutes. So, I tried to watch Chappie and I think I made it to about 15 minutes and I went, oh no, that is too slow. Mm, mm. So I'm not sure if this is a sci-fi god or no, but I just know this is his, I think it's his first full-length movie because he had done like shorts beforehand. Ah, right, okay. Anyway, also mm. in this is... Uh, Blumkamp's school friend. This would be fun to pronounce his name. Charlito <laughs> Copley. Is that how pronounce his name? Sh- Charlito? Yeah. We'll go with that, yeah. It's close enough. Uh, in his first movie role. And he didn't start acting until he was 35. So, wow. there we have that one. He went Hope later on. All, eh? mm, yeah, true, true. He went later on to star in 18 Europa Report, Elysium, Chappie, Harco Henry, and Russian Doll. So is he a, a sci-fi icon? No, no, I wouldn't say an icon per se, but he does kind of have that distinctive, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, look, look. and persona yeah. about him that makes him, you know, ideal to fit into sci-fi movie. I wouldn't call him an icon. Mm, okay, okay. I said that I, I have watched um, Europa Report and, oh my God, it is so bloody boring. It's basically about um, an exposition on one of the moons of Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And it's so boring. It's like, 
oh my god <laughs> so yeah yeah mm. i think i made it like 40 minutes and turned it off it was just boring oh wow again that's one of those movies i own and haven't yet watched so Oof, it's so bad so really bad so from a little bit of digging i can find about this district nine is supposed to be based on a real place district six yeah which was an all-black community destroyed in 1966 for an all-white community as part of the apartheid mm-hmm. yes. uh, in south africa but yes, I the whole movie got um references to it throughout yeah. Um, I mean the, the the name for the start. There's um, the Vicacy surname, which is pretty common for yeah, people of yeah Dutch um, South African descent. Mm. Uh, and even the prawn language that uh, you hear that clicking sound, which is mm. uh, very similar to banter, which is a language that some of the South African tar- targeted by the apartheid youth mm. as well. So it all kind of ties in. Yeah, as I say, I am not touching this whole South African apartheid stuff. So No, we are we are just we are just making a left turn right away from that. Mm. Mm. Do you remember the, 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 the PR campaign this thing had back in two thousand nine? No. no. There used to have like these gigantic billboards where you had like um, a picture of the alien or the prawns as they're called in the movie, and it would have like a target practice one, for instance, on a be a prawn with boats all around and the sort of targets all around, it. and there was ones where they had like um, bus stops, bus stations, things, and I had like no. phone this number, blah 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 blah. It was a 0207 number and I remember him distinctly because I remember somebody actually phoned it and it sent him to the website for a movie I sent to the MNU website which is actually the website for a movie yeah. and I'm going, somebody actually phoned this thing what the f- <laughs> What I mean, did I, they have them here in the UK? Yes, yes, they had them up at the um, the SECC and ah. all around the city centre so yeah, yeah they had them oh, I wish I had you know paid more attention back then but mm. it was the same with when Alien vs Predator came out they had these interactive um, bus stop adverts mm. where you could vote who you want to win sort of thing <laughs> and it was supposed to be like there was an uh, what was it a satellite in, in space and it would count, <laughs> count how many of, people yeah, voted yeah 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 and that would be the winner I was like oh for god's sake seriously oh, for mm. so, I yeah, mean what yeah. would they have done if by some miracle it would have drawn Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, mean, I remember sitting, waiting on a bus, drunk at my head, punching the alien side. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, oh, dear God. But, yeah, yeah, utter nonsense. Oh, we'll change it at the fans. Well, my arse, you would <laughs> Yeah. It was already filmed and mm. written and filmed, and they're going, no, we'll wait till the end. No, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like I say, I remember a gigantic bust up thing with the little buttons of alien or predator, your vote, and la la la. And you just fucking hit the hell with it. Alien, 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 alien. Uh, Can you just yes. imagine all the little, you know, teen standing mm. at the bus going, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. I mean, it was ridiculous, but yeah. I also remember the. Um, what was it? There was another one that was like it was um, 
I think it was a Resident Evil one, and it's it, it basically it was like a mirror thing, and it says this is the most advanced killing machine ever, and it was a reflection of you. And I'm going, you, oh, yeah. God, the humans are most uh, funny, haha. I'm going, mm. uh, isn't this about zombies? No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, remember that one. Anyway, so back to this. With its $30 million budget, this thing pulled in $210 million. Now, yeah, exactly. Now, a prequel and a sequel was in production. Also, a TV show was in production. Think Alien Nation. Mm. But they were squashed for some reason, which I don't fucking get, because this thing made, what, $170 million plus profit? Yeah, and we spoke about this you know, off mic, and we yeah. both agree that this really needs to be the second in a trilogy. Yes, yes. I mean, for my own curiosity, I want to know what happened before they got here, and I want to know what happened after, you know, Chris and little CJ left. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, what I don't get, and behind the scenes they have an argument saying, is this thing a slave ship, or is it a clone ship? Mm which we can actually discuss later on once I go through the whole plot summary okay. crap. So even they don't even know what this thing is. They say that the planet was blown up and this is a life raft sent out into space to find a planet to um, live on slash colonize. Mm. But then they say, no, 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 this is a clone ship. And these quote-unquote prawns were actually clones. But that doesn't make any sense as I've got onto later on. In the, in the podcast. No, that doesn't sound plausible. Mm. Anyway, so let's do quickly the plot summary. Starring Charlotte Copley and Jason Cape, or Cope even, directed by Neil Blomkamp. The plot. In 1982, a huge alien mothership UFO quote-unquote crash lands on Johannesburg's uh, airspace in South Africa. 20 years later, the city wants rid of the prawn-like aliens, with its population booming to over 2.5 million from 600,000. In steps the shady company, MNU, to move the aliens to a quote-unquote new camp, where they'll live in peace. I think a Nazi constitution camp, so I don't think so. Mm. However, they want the alien technology, the weapons, the space travel, etc., etc., so when they find out the technology is locked to alien DNA, they're fucked until an NU employee is sprayed in the face of some sort of alien fuel liquid and is slowly turned into a prawn. He then finds out just how dirty MNU is as they plan to cut him open and harvest his organs and indeed his DNA. Also, they have been experimented on the prawns in secret. However, the alien leader wants to return home as it's taken 20 years to make enough fuel to do so. Can a leader heal the MNU half-breed, or will they leave him on the planet to die? Find out here. So it's a very detailed plot summary, because this is a very detailed movie at the mm. last 20 minutes or so. Yeah. 30 minutes or so, because nothing much happens in this movie for the first, what, 40 minutes, would you say? Yeah, easily. The first 40, 45 minutes, you can just sit there going, right, you know, I know they're about to kick off, but, you know, mm. anytime before you finish. But like you say, it's not until the last, easily the last 20 minutes of that movie that um, things happen. And mm. they craft it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. 
I mean, that's my first note here. This is an hour and 40 minute movie and nothing is happening for 30 plus minutes. Nothing. I mean, I remember sitting in a cinema and being blown away by the CGI in this, but ultimately I was kind of like, this is kind of, eh? Yeah. I mean, that CGI goes a long way to distracting you for the fact that they're doing nothing for the first 40 minutes. Yes, yes. I think, but I have to say, on the CGI... I liked the CGI of this mothership. Um, in fact, if I didn't know it was uh, CGI, I would have been convinced that Blomkamp had somehow built that thing and got it to hover there. It, looked, <laughs> it fitted in so well, though, don't you think? Mm, yeah. So it, yeah. it just—it didn't look out of place at all. I mean. No, no, it's very true. It's very true. Mm. Um, although I think that's, that's actually a model sort of superimposed it's not actually cgi i think the mothership is actually a model model mm. but don't quote me that one <laughs> i think this the most of the cgi went on to the actual aliens themselves the prawns themselves yeah. and that mech suit was cgi so yeah mm. yeah um what i don't get about this movie is it goes from documentary um like office style uh documentary mm-hmm. to a movie and yep. it doesn't mesh together. I'm going, pick a fucking genre. You're either going to be, quote unquote, documentary style, this is happening as it happens sort of thing, or you're going to be into a movie. You can have it both ways. Pick a lane and go with it. And that annoys yeah, me. You're, yeah, you make a, a good point, actually. Because when I was re-watching this um, earlier today, I I found myself thinking near the end, hold on a minute, he's on the run. Like, if this is still the documentary crew following him aren't they under some obligation to you know tell um, and mm. you actually hear it here mm. i mean i know starting to sit in the cinema i'm going is that a documentary crew following and i realize no 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 no. the documentary crew are left behind as soon as you get sprayed in the face with that green uh, uh, black liquid stuff yeah so i'm thinking so you know switch from documentary style movie to actual movie and movie. it doesn't mesh um, yeah it doesn't and we're all meant to just be um, okay with that, you know. Mm. This is why I don't get why this movie is so hyped, especially at the time. I was thinking, I remember sitting in the cinema going, "Yes, CGI is impressive, mm. but ultimately the story's kind of not there." I mean, yeah. By the way, right, let's talk Shalito Copley. He is the movie. I mean, the entire movie is basically him. Yep. Um, but is his character a good character? Is he is a he nice a, guy? Is he a nice guy? I think in the end he becomes a nice guy, but only because he's got no other choice. He starts off a bit like, you know, thinking he's kind of cool because he works for Alien Affairs and he just mm. got the big promotion and thing. But I think once he realise what's happening to him, I don't want to spoil it yet. I know we will, mm. but I don't want to spoil it yet. Um, and he's left with no other choice. You know, he doesn't fit in anywhere. Mm. It's like, you know, I think he's for, not forced, but he, he almost becomes good because he has to. It's a matter of life and death, literally. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, in the beginning of this movie, he is basically just an office nerd and mm-hmm. he's pretty hated at his jobs as you can see yep. uh, none of the the army guys respect him and none of these fellow office employees respect him nope. i mean they, they kind of jeer him a lot and kind of take the piss out of him but yeah 
And he only got the promotion because he was married to yes. the boy's daughter. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that was nepotism got him the job. So I'm mm. thinking, is he actually a nice person? Because they see how weak he is and how easy the lady is and all that stuff and blah, 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 blah. And how dare he turn on the humans? And I'm thinking, yeah, this guy is pretty much a do it by the book douchebag. Mm. I mean, is he a likable person at the start? No. No. I mean, the way he talks to the, the quote unquote trainee is ridiculous. Yeah. And the way, the way he talks to the to the aliens or the prawns but oh same here and hit them with cans of, of cat food I'm going you're not a nice person at all and then you're supposed to feel sorry for him when he starts to morph into yeah. the pro I'm going it's not working here no I, mean, I can safely say throughout the whole movie I had no sympathy for him at all mm. um, and again it came down to I think it came her first impression because when we see him like you see a total dick you know, he, you know, he had a bit up himself that he got a promotion. He, he's rude to the trainee. He, you yeah. know, any any sort of marks those aliens make on the paper, he's like, right, they've signed that, shit, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then, you know, he finds one intelligent alien and that's it. He wants to blackmail him and things. Mm. So he's mm. a total dick. Yeah, I mean, he's a complete... Pretty gullible one at that as well, mind you. But... Yeah, yeah, he's a complete power Nazi. You know, mm. it's a little Napoleon. You, you, you march around Absolutely. the place. Oh, I'm in control. When he speaks to the soldiers, you'll be too many bullets. And the, the colonel guy doesn't shut his fucking mouth, sort of thing. Yeah. And I'm going, yes, these, because it's shown in the movie, these are, what, eight, nine foot aliens that have mm-hmm. got super strength. They can push a human clean off the ground by about fucking 10 feet. And he's going, oh, you're supposed to have 10 bullets. Fuck you, mate. I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, Especially if later on in the movie it's shown that there's gangsters squatting in amongst the, the aliens. I'm going, Yeah, if you yes, were taking mate. all those bullets for protection again, the aliens should definitely be taking them for protection. Yes. anyway, so it's like... Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, and he's so fucking naive. He's, he's going, oh yeah, there's a chop shop. Well, don't look at that chop shop. No, 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 no. no don't, don't look at the, 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 the gangsters. The gangsters will be this, this, this. And I'm going... You're a complete prick. So yeah, I mean, and a bit where he gets his his um bodyguard. What's the bodyguard called? Um, oh, fuck, I shoved the guy's name. I've, I've got the guy's name. The the black bodyguard with the toothpick. Uh-huh. And he gets him to call a boss. I'm going to really, mate. You're going to get your your underling to call you boss. Like, yes, boss. I'll shoot him, boss. And yes, boss. And what happens to that guy, by the way? Because he gets his arm ripped off and just disappears. Yep. I mean, I'm like, so much for you being a nice person, you fucking... But anyway, go back to um, what they did to this guy. Um, okay. They, pretty much, he got him to do his own stunts. They covered him in fake blood. They sprayed him with ice cold water multiple times. They covered him in junk and KY and put all sorts of crap over him. Plus, he was in makeup for upwards of six hours to put that fake arm on and the contact lenses he hated wearing. Wow. So they put him through shit and he's in this movie from start to finish and mm. he was in, he was doing everything himself, all the the stunts, all the shooting, all the, the weapon firing and such yeah. and da 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 and coated in constant shit. And yeah, plus he's in every single, almost every single scene and he's got a line in every single scene, mm. at least one line in every single scene he's in. So, mm. That torture. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about it was um, what was it, twenty weeks or something like that in total. So yeah, yeah. So on to these aliens now. Are these clones or slaves? Ooh, I am gonna say slave for one simple reason. They don't all look the same. They've all got little subtle differences that, you know, clones would be identical in every way, shape or form. These aren't. I suppose it's pretty true. Because in the behind the scenes, they actually call them clones. Mm. Say that these prawns are clones with little to no IQ, except for the leader, Christopher, mm-hmm. his son and his lover. Now, I'm thinking, why are these three intelligent where the rest of the clones slash slaves are not? Um, yeah. So I'm thinking, is uh, is the clones based on these three aliens and they just what reduced the IQ and punted out hundreds of these these prawns? Or are they all, as you say, slaves? I think they're all slaves. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about the mothership. Is this a life raft, as it's said, or is it a a scout ship to figure out how to what planet to take over next? You know, or is this, is this a slave ship? Right? Is this a clone slave ship where they're going to a planet and colonize the planet? Because if it's not a if it's not a slave ship, right? If it's a life raft, as they claim it is, then why does it have weapons on board? And why does it have the mech suits on board? So that doesn't make sense if it's, a, no. if it's a life raft. So what would you say? Ah. I think it is... Let me think. It can't be a life raft. Get too much weaponry. Mm. Unless that's what they need for survival, I suppose. I suppose. Um, this is bloody huge for a life raft, you know? I mean, yeah. Mm. It's almost the size of a full city. So, yeah. Hmm. I mean, Joburg, what, one of the largest cities in the world. Um, hmm. I'm meant to believe it covers all of that, almost. Um, what one would it be? I'm going to have to say... What was the third? Sorry, what was that you? What was the third option you gave? Right. Like I say, it's a slave ship, right? A life raft, or it's a scout ship going out to find a, co- a plant to colonise. I'm going to say a scout ship. It's the only one that fits. Mm. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Because they do say, there's a dropped line that Christopher says to his son. Mm. Uh, what did you say his name was? CJ, did you say? Little CJ, little, mm. uh, literally little Christopher Johnson. Oh, right, right, okay. okay. Um, he goes... Um, what was it? The weapons are here, they're all charged and they're waiting to be taken but it took us two years to do this sort of thing. So I'm mm-hmm. going, Okay then, is this a was this an invasion force? You know? Was this a scout ship? Was this an invasion or because think of it at the sail, like, oh my god, once we finally cut into the ship, a piece of the ship fell off and it was lost for twenty odd years. Mm-hmm. So did he deliberately jettison out as the intelligent captain? And leave all the rest of these clones, these idiot clones behind? I think he did. But that begs the question, how did he know they would set up the camp in that precise spot? Well, that's very true. I mean, I still don't get so, how, did, how did they know what they were going to just shoot them all and kill them and take all their technology over? So, mm. Mm, so let's, let's talk about District 9 itself, which is a real shanty town in South Africa. 
that's not fake. Mm. Um, it was a real garbage tip slash shanty town. Oh jeez. So that must have been fun to film in. <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, none of that stuff is actually faked. It's all real. It's all that, yeah. Yeah, the only thing that was faked was the final um, cabin, so to speak. Where they had the UFO underneath it, the sort of mothership thing underneath it, the scout ship that was underneath that was the only thing that was fake. The rest of it was real. So, oh wow! I mean, as I say, it's not only did they have gangsters as quote unquote extras, but that's a real shanty town. That was a real things. So, hmm. Wow. That yep took the words out of my mouth. That must have been, you know. Slightly unnerving for all the actors on set. Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, now let's talk about the controversy behind this because apparently this was banned in Nigeria because okay. they hated the fact the movie showed them of nothing but gangsters, whores, and cannibals. I mean, what was that thing about? You have to eat the aliens to get their power sort of thing? What the hell was it? The oh, yeah, stuff? there was the thing saying that the gangsters in the shanty town think that in order to get to be, in order to harness the alien power, you have to ingest them. Mm-hmm. So they literally were doing everything. They were eating them, you know, injecting them, and they had pure prostitutes sleeping with them trying to, try to get their DNA. Yeah, which is fucking just gross. I am only so happy the film did not decide to show any hint of that. All we seen was that pro woman and that dodgy grey. Mm. Mm. Oh, by the way, in the behind the scenes, it says that these prawns are asexual. They can self-reproduce. Uh-huh. So how the hell do you have sex with these things then? You don't really <laughs> well i imagine there is a way they could penetrate you but you can't do any penetration mm, because it says on the behind the scenes actually on the deleted scenes actually that these are self uh self um producing yeah aliens. they just all lay they just can all lay eggs and then they can all fertilize the egg and i mean it shows they use animal blood to do it. So yeah, I, I, know. See, that's what I don't get. In the scenes, it says that each alien has both um, male and female organs that are okay. the, the male organ facing inwards and the mm-hmm. female organ is over the male organ, which means you can self-produce. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, okay then, so why? So it's a... Oh, I don't know. A, so at least it, an egg. then self-produce a fertilised egg that they mm. then incubate once they... Yeah, let's talk about that. The lay whole, it in some way. Yeah, let's talk about that. How in the fuck do they things lay, lay the, the size of the eggs? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming after I said lay it, and I was like, oh god. Um, and also, they have to use another species, another animal, to make the, the 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 young be born. I'm going, what the fuck? How the hell yeah, is that? They one? To, the, yeah, they need the blood of another animal to incubate the egg to turn and then it hatches through mm. but so in terms of how those things physically lay an egg I I can just only imagine it's painful I mean if you look at these things they are really small hipped and they're really narrow 
wasted. Yeah. So I'm going, how the fuck did he produce a fucking the size of the eggs? It's like, what the fuck? I mean, mm. Mm, <clears> definitely. <throat> Let me see. So let's talk Jason Cope, who played all of the aliens in this thing, including Christopher the Leader. He also played one of the MNU soldiers and one of the MNU head techs. So he had three roles. I mean, and behind the scenes, this poor guy is wearing a skin-tight grey suit that leaves nothing to imagination. And he's running around... Motion cap him? Yes, motion caps, yeah. He's running Mm. around on stilts. So he's running around on on uneven ground. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh, Acting out every one of the... Aliens. So Every like, time go one of those, ali- those yeah. aliens with him. Oh, jeez. So it's like, ooh, kidding. He also went through nine weeks of quote-unquote boot camp to learn how to fire a gun. Oh, wow. He's, he's one of the soldiers. I'm like, ooh, kidding. So it must have been fucking fine and dandy to, Yeah. <laughs> to Can you imagine that? Oh, I'm playing to a... Oh, no, hold on a minute. I've got a third, so I've also got to go to boot camp as well. Mm. I've got to learn how to shoot a gun. Oh, Joyce. I mean, I've got yeah. to learn to walk and still shoot a gun. Oh, lovely. Mm, that must be funny, funny, Andy. Mm. So let's talk about the the military here. Why okay. are they so trigger happy? I don't know that. Because I'm, I'm guessing the MNU are supposed to be the. I mean, uh, they are a privatized, almost a privatized militia. So it could be that, you know. Mm, okay, they okay. shoot first. I question later. Um, but I don't know. Are we meant to believe that this is twenty years of pent up frustration from them that now that they're finally quote unquote allowed to shoot if it looks like they're getting a bit heavy hand if they're not cooperating then they just can. I don't know because it says in the behind the scenes that. The MNU is supposed to be NATO meets uh, the UN meets um, uh, Red Cross. But I'm thinking, <laughs> why would they be so gun happy and trigger happy and so military esque if they're supposed to be uh, like a, as it says, um, like NATO? a world aid thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes any sense. It doesn't act like a mixture of all three of them and just a normal trigger happy militia. Mm. Plus, we find out their dirty little secret that they've, they've been tampering with the aliens for what ten years yeah. or so, fifteen years yeah, or so. Yeah, easily since I'm not from day one, but yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, then. let's talk about the timeline. Now, uh, the timeline is fucked in the ass in this movie, by the way, <laughs> because it jumps from 1982 when they first arrive, which is fair enough, uh-huh. to 2002, 20 years later, right? Uh-huh. Which is fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. However, it then jumped to 2008, but it says 2010, and then 2000, and then 2002, and then 2008. What the fuck's with the timeline? Can I ask what, what, what copy you watch? Because my DVD copy starts in 2000, uh, sorry, 1989, because I was watching this going, wait, hold on a minute. That doesn't make sense. Mm. Well, I've got the steel tin DVD Version, ah, and it opens right. up in 1982 with footage of them breaking it into the UFO. Yeah, but if mine's open for the same footage, it just says 1989. Mm. It's weird. But if you look at the, if you, 
go look at the, the, the dates on the on the cameras. It says yeah, it jumps about all over the yeah, place. It goes over the bloody place and I'm going, wait a minute mm. here. because the movie says it's twenty years after the aliens have, have arrived, which would be two thousand and two, fair enough. Yeah. Then it says it's twenty 28 years later, I'm going, it can't be 20 years because you, you've got 2002 on the things and it jumps yeah, to 2008 exactly. and then 2010 and then back to 2000 and 2000. I'm going, what is with your timeline? And then it just stopped with the dates. As yeah, as and the, then the it, just, the it couldn't, yeah, it just couldn't figure out which timeline that would go with and stopped them um, showing it. Mm. I mean, I was going, so at one point it actually says, uh, what was it? 2011 I'm going but you're supposed to oh never mind yeah uh, but at that point you just think you know what some things aren't worth trying to figure out yeah 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 also um what was the the main character's name again I've, I've got to write your guy's name down Vickis yeah Vickis is he a scapegoat oh god yeah I mean they say about how dare he turn on the humans but I'm thinking he doesn't know what you're doing is he going to get blamed for all the alien um, experimentation? He is. I mean, because I love the fact how they say, oh my God, he was infected by having sex with the aliens. And I'm going, you had that story like that, you know? Yeah. So Literally. they were clearly looking for a scapegoat and then his almost naivety that ended him in the predicament to find himself and uh, then, you know, the the power hit the top, we must have had the light bulb moment, I went, right, we'll blame it all on him. Mm, mm. I mean, I find it shocking that this guy, Vickers, is supposed to be, like, working at this MNU for what, what did they say, it's only 10 years yeah. old, because they had to find a way of finding to get the, because there was an uprising in the streets, because mm. the aliens kept on invading Johannesburg and stealing money and stealing um, food and stealing people for some reason. I'm like, what the fuck, why are they stealing people? Yeah, so, well, I, you, I seen that bit and I was like, you wonder if the dealing people phrase was just scaremongering. You know how you mm. get that in any sort of conflict? There's always somebody that turns around and says something ridiculous, you know? Like, you wonder if that's just scaremongering put in there. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. What else are I going to say there now? All right, what I don't get is they say in a movie about the search for that um, control capsule for 20 years and they couldn't find it anywhere how uh-huh. the fuck did that thing get underground and nobody saw this thing and then they built the shanty on top but, of it yeah I have no idea because even when that impacted the ground it would have left a, a big massive crater so yes. look at the side of the crater it created when it was when it was blasting off so you imagine that going how could they have not just followed that in the smoke yeah it's ridiculous I mean the, the ending of this movie sort of falls to pieces and I was going this needed another rewrite or it needed a prequel and yep. a sequel because yep. there's lots of questions lying wide open like for instance how did it take Christopher 20 years to find the alien technology surely the fuck he would know where the alien technology is if he had it all in his little capsule yeah so, but he hmm. had to find all the alien technology with the fluid in it and if you think that's been, that is now lying in a rubbish tip, tip that is not only filled with rubbish and metal and everything else, it's also found with human technology and mm. trying to do too, you know. And if you think how much fluid they all might have still had that left in them, have they been leaking for 20 odd years? 
Yeah, true, true. Although in saying that, Vickers finds the the capsule thing full of the black mm. fuel, the liquid, the hell it is. He's never seen it before, so I'm thinking, surely the fuck you must have found some of this black stuff somewhere, anywhere in this yeah. dump. Surely they sense. must have, uh, not even in the shanty town itself, but even when about the initial, you know, crash site, well, surely they must have found anything. Mm. It might look like tar, but it isn't. Mm. Mm. So it's not about Vickers being a complete fucking idiot. Why <laughs> on the hell would you go, oh, look, there's something I've not seen before. Look at it and go, Psh, as it blows in your face. And then tell nobody you've been spitting in the face with this black gunk shit yeah. until the shit hits the fan. And you go, oh, my God, I'm screwed with this, this alien stuff. And also, if that's fuel, how can it tamper DNA? It's alien fuel, so, you know. Hmm. Maybe that's how they get around the no explanation for that. But yeah, he's a total fucking um he's a total fucking idiot. Like, why would you pick something up you'd never seen before, knowing that it ninety nine point nine percent not of the planet and press the only button on it? Mm, I mean, for exactly. all he knew that could have blew the world up. Yeah, exactly. Or blow him up, or blow the, yeah. the town up, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean yeah. to be perfectly personally speaking, I think he got off lightly. With mutating him into one of them. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what I found really annoying about this movie is these aliens are supposed to be super advanced, super strong, super fast, super agile with all this technology, yet they don't take over the planet as soon as they land. What yeah, that? like they don't. I mean, I get why as soon as they land, because we find out, although it's never explained why they know any of this, but it says at the start, um, when they first cut into the mothership, they find them all, you know, mal- they were all basically starving to death. Mm-hmm. They were all in a weakened state when they were, quote-unquote, rescued anyway. Mm. But why wouldn't, why then, when they hadn't regained all their health, why they didn't just turn and go, right, we're fine now, um, well, we're here, we're going to colonise this, like at Olympic? Yeah, I mean, because it shows you, like, the, the gangsters have hundreds, if not thousands of their weapons just lying mm. there. I'm going, why can't the aliens not just bum rush the camps, take the weapons back and take over the fucking planet? It's I mean, it's... Yeah, exactly, and it shows more than once that one kick from a, one of those aliens can take your head clean off, so why yeah. not just kick all the gangsters' head clean off, grab all your weaponry back and, you know, reclaim mm. part of that land as your own? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I said, this the, the, the concept of this movie is good, mm. but ultimately it's, it's just a concept. When you actually look at it with minutia and the fine details, it falls to complete pieces. I oh, mean, definitely. Again, it's another movie that on paper is great, but in theory it didn't translate. And, no. you know, I think, mm, No. Yeah. I mean, the, the only technology, if this was a slave ship or a life craft, as they said it is, because mm. they say later on in the movie, the planet is gone. Our planet is no longer there. We had to, we had to escape the planet. Uh-huh. Why does this have weapons on it? And why the mech suits? And why suddenly does the alien technology not work? Like for instance, when the little little CG is sitting going on the computer thing, and he fires up all the weapons, 
the Mexico comes alive itself and starts to move around the place. I'm uh-huh. going, if you had that technology off the bat, why the fuck did you wait 20 odd years to use it? To use the fucking And then stuff? it begs the question back to how they got that ship. Then could uh, their planet was really being destroyed? Um, could it not be just as simple as that with the first ship close to hand and they all happened to jump in it? It just so happened to be like a a scout ship and they've used it as a life raft. Well, I was thinking myself until I saw the mech suits that look identical to the aliens, therefore they're yeah, designed well. specifically mm-hmm. for the aliens. Mm-hmm. So that shoots a hole in that theory. I mean, there, there's Your a theory point. saying that these prawns are actually slaves and this was a gigantic slave ship and it wasn't, they're not clones, they're slaves, but mm. all the weapons are designed specifically for their DNA. All the yeah. Mexics look like prawns, so that mm. makes no fucking sense. No. I mean, mm. so I thought why, why they're called prawns, because they're bottom feeders. Because they, apparently they look like the, yeah, they look like bottom feeders. Yeah, yeah, well basically they are, because yeah. all they eat is cat food, which was kind of yeah, I'm going. Yeah. I mean, they eat anything that shows that they eat anything, including metal and things. But you know, their favourite is the actual cat food. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay, Dan. Right. Talk a bit more about the technology here. Okay. This is what I don't get. The technology is bulletproof, right? Uh-huh. And it's shown that boats go pinging off it. Yeah, a 50 caliber bullet and a bazooka destroy. The mech suit, I'm going, it can't be bulletproof one minute, then not bulletproof next minute. That's not how that one works. And what happened to the force field thing around it to deflect the bullets? That just suddenly stopped. Mm -hmm. And also, they say that um, Vickers, or Vickers, sorry, his fucking name, was only half alien. So how the fuck that mech suit work completely? That makes no sense. Because his, his DNA wasn't 100% alien by that point, so I'm not sure if he had enough alien DNA to mm-hmm. trigger the mech mm-hmm. to work. But at the same time, fuck no for that movie. You know, more more unanswered questions than it answers. Exactly, exactly. Also, what is with this language? I mean, every human understands that language. I'm going, what? So... You have to put subtitles in because clearly it's not a real language, or a, mm. maybe it is a real language. I heard it's, it's, it's stabbing a pumpkin or something like that. It makes the. Uh, the cl- yeah, uh, yeah I heard that. And I'm going. Um, mm. Yeah, because the, the whole language barrier thing bothers me because uh, one minute we are, it doesn't say that whole opening shot before they all start trying to pack off the eviction notice. Um, mentioned if anyone had tried to find some common ground to communicate with the aliens on mm. and yet they turn up with paper that you know they are meant to then be able to un- read and understand mm. which it sure it does because Christopher um, reads it but it's then shown that they can to some part degree communicate with the aliens and mm. like since when you know, and never showed that. Yeah, I love the fact how Vickers says, oh my God, we've got a smart one here. Shit. Mm. So he's the only intelligent alien of two and a half million 
aliens. Yeah. He's the only right. one that took, so he meant to be the only one that took, you know, couple of couple of years out of his decade on Earth. He two decades to no, no, no. I think read up in his rights. I think like, him what? and his partner were the two original aliens that were cloned, and he's obviously a tamper of the alien DNA to make them stupid, and him and that's why his son's so intelligent because they two produced the son. Somehow, mm. even though the ace are asexual, but moving on, um, <laughs> I don't get it out myself. And because when the husband, when the husband slash girlfriend slash wife slash what the fuck is partner dies, that's when Christopher goes, "You bastards, you're going to die for that sort of scenario." So I'm thinking, yeah, did you deliberately make these aliens stupid? See, I don't think the aliens are um, all clones. I think they're all, you know, individual aliens. I mean, first of all, when the movie opened, we see inside the ship, they are all there, so, um, so, but I don't think they're all clones of Christopher and his partner. Mm. Even if they were all clones, they would all look, ident- I mean, I know for on the onset, they do look identical, but they would all have minute details that were all similar. Um, the only thing that would be different would be their intelligence level, and that's not really the case. Hmm. Okay. 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 I don't get myself. If these are clones of the one alien or two aliens, say, mm. uh, why do they have different markings, different colorings, different heights, different abilities and such? I'm going... Why so, I don't think they're all clones. And also... They say that when the mothership first quote-unquote crash-landed on Earth, there was 60,000 on board, right? Mm-hmm. But 20-something years later, there's 2.6 million, I'm thinking... No, they had not said there was over a million in that ship when they broke in, and then it says like, there was like 600,000. And I was thinking, uh, killing some of them to keep the population under control? Yeah. Have a, an actual unit called a uh, population control team. Now it's like, yeah, yeah, the mm. Mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't get that because if say there was six hundred thousand in that mothership, yes. and the the ones that didn't die instantly <laughs> when they get put back on Earth. Because how the hell did, did they adjust to the, the atmosphere so quickly? I was going to say, how can they breathe? How do they breathe about air? So let's just say, for argument's sake... Technically, uh, they should have all died the minute they broke into the mothership. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the fact how they just break into that mothership and all they're wearing is, like, plastic suits. I'm going, really? You would have yeah, you see, one guy in a hazmat suit and the one mm. guy just... It, it looked like it was meant to be like blow torching his way through through one of the doors, not even so much of wearing the mask. Mm. And we're like, Yeah. Alien air, you apparently can breathe that. Who yeah. you kidding? Yeah, like I say, this this movie has so many an- uh, questions but no answers yeah. for your fucking questions. I think you're supposed to enjoy action scenes, enjoy the CGI and just run with it, just gloss over everything else. But that what happens for the first 10 minutes or so and then you start paying attention and it's like no this is falling to pieces nothing is making sense yeah. whereas I from like the first three minutes when that guy said the minute they they broke in and found them all malnourished and whatever they had to help my I initially from that moment on was going 
But how do you know they were malnourished? How do you know they were all starving to death? You'd never seen the species before. So how do you know that with them in a weakened state and not mm. just like some defense mechanism and then they were going to pounce and kill all your men on that ship? Yes, exactly. I mean, yeah. oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, like I said, what annoys me is the fact that these quote-unquote malnourished aliens mm. just sat there for 20 to 28 years doing nothing but scavenge off of the dumpsters of humans to yeah. get technology. Why the hell were they using human technology in order to link their um, scout ship thing, their dropship, whatever thing was that fell off the mothership? no idea. And how does that little CG know how to use everything if he's supposed to be like a few a few days old that makes no fucking sense either i'm going yeah well we don't it doesn't <laughs> mention how old he's meant to be but yeah and i did read um i did sort of hear on the on the special feature in my copy that it says that the alien when they're newborn they don't quite know understand obviously human um like the human language or, or human technology but they seem to almost instinctively understand and know how to work their own. Mm. Which is kind of bullshit, you know? Mm. <laughs> I mean, mm. uh, how about like animals when some, uh, how about like, let's say, horses, when the foals are born, they instinctively know how to get up and run without but anything else they'll have to learn? Mm. Possibly. It's possibly mm. true. It's possibly true. Well, I suppose. What was I going to say that? So basically, these quote-unquote prawns are the great whites of aliens then. They're basically born perfect and they're just, you know, go, Maybe, yeah. go frozen spread out sort of scenario. Almost. I mean, That's what it seems like anyway. Hmm. Also, while I'm at it, they say that there's, there's two million plus in that little shanty town, but you only see about, what, a hundred? Easily, yes. Yeah. So, where's the hell are they all? I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, don't I, I, I don't get this. Maybe it's like a hundred to a shant to, to one of those huts. Because yeah, it doesn't look big enough to hold, never mind 600,000, you know, let alone any, any higher number. So. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it myself. I mean, also, what I don't get is, is how bloodthirsty and how ruthless. That gangster guy in a wheelchair is. You would yeah. think he would have took over that entire alien shanty town and just went, fuck, give me all your technology, fuck this pish, you're just going to die. Mm. But he lets him live there for 20 to 28 years. It's not making very much sense either. But do you know what gets me, right? It says in the movie that I have a black market within that shanty town and all the guys are selling like food and, you know, to the to the alien, uh-huh. right? But how the fuck are the aliens getting the money? Exactly. I mean, well, but they do say that the aliens raided Johannesburg and raided the towns that are surrounding the shanty town. So I'm guessing they just raid banks and such and steal money. Yeah. So, mm. But then again, they've been confined to the shanty town, so they're not even allowed out of District Nine anymore. Oh fuck! No, hell are they still getting them? Unless they're all, unless because we see them all scavenging. They're all, they are bartering and going, well, I'll give you this bit of, let's say, metal for whatever. Precisely. Yeah, it could be like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. Right. What I don't get is Vickers or Vickies, when you say his fucking name, 
is stunned to find what MNU is doing the experimentation. I'm going, you're trying to say to me, you're up, you're this high up person and you don't know what's happening in different departments of your of your own company, sort of thing. No, your company of your of your employment, you know. That's yeah, but he's sense. not even high up. He's like, how can you put it clearly? He's like the office boy being made, you know, general, not even general. He's like the office boy being made manager. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so he's not even high up. He was like, what, in the job two days? No, no, no. In the new job two days? I guess implied he's been in that place for about four or five years. Yeah, but he only got the new promotion. Yes, the new promotion. So uh, yeah, was, was where like they 18. would have got access to all the other stuff. But he was only in that job for a couple of days, so. Fair enough. But what I don't get, but if he's supposed to be this the head or one of the high ups of the MNU um, eviction squad, he uh-huh. must have known what aliens were going missing. Then he must have known that things were happening. So I'm calling bullshit. He was stunned that he didn't know how dirty N- MNU was. And also, I was yeah. getting Umbrella Corp off of MNU. <laughs> just the way they had all this technology just lying there and all these yeah. experimentations and such. I mean, I love the fact how Vickers goes from, oh my God, I won't kill a pig to shooting a pig. Then he shoots the alien and goes, no, 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 let me shoot the pig. Let me shoot it. Oh no, I will shoot the alien to killing people left, right and centre. Yeah, like his loyalty. But then that I think we better back to where uh, we, we were saying earlier about whether Vickers was a good guy or not, and I think that turning point when he started shooting the human who went in, he almost became the good guy. That at the start of the movie, you think he like, he's like, you know, the office idiot, um, out for the docu crew, but in the end, you know, and then, mm. then when they get to the shanty town, we see he's actually quite, a, you know, let the power go to his head. Yeah, he's a little Napoleon sort of thing. Mm, oh, look, there's eggs. Let's burn it because it has a, a great popping sound. Oh, you're a fucking arsehole. Yeah, what? I, I, yeah, that bit came on and I was like, you have fucking said it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose that has to be published control, yes, but you have to take great delight in fucking killing hundreds of, of eggs. You know, you fucking. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't myself. But ultimately, what I found more annoying about this thing was the bald colonel guy who was taking great glee and killing things left, right, mm. centre. And I'm going, mm-hmm. how are you supposed to be in NATO or the UN or Red Cross? You know, you'd have fucking said this yourself, you bastard. As he's yeah, exactly. Blowing fucking prawns apart. And and how does he die? He gets ripped apart. And he gets it. ripped apart by prawns, yeah. And I'm going, Really? Like I says, he takes great glee in talking back to Vickers and talking down to him and seeing nothing but a useless piece of shit. Mm. I should have killed you a long time ago, some barky. As he's shooting at the fucking mech suit, I'm going, that mech suit's bulletproof, mate. There's no chance in hell you're... A, a, but it's actually harming Vickers inside the suit, so I'm but going... I was like, mm. how is that? Yeah. And then you think, well, his frame, his, you know, his stature, it's a little bit larger than that of the you know the aliens so maybe that's what it is not mainly so much that they are harming him on the inside but the ricochet is causing you know his 
tighten, he's obviously squashed into that, so the ricochet is maybe a little bit tighter around about. Mm, I don't know, because Charlito Copley is six feet two, I think he is. And wow. these aliens are, what, seven foot, eight foot tall? So, mm. hmm, I don't know. I mean, and then it's more their, you know, their, basically the weight. They obviously just look like, you know, like metal and bone almost, where they see like a, almost, not a buff man, he's anything but, but he gets some, he gets some meat on his bones anyway. Mm. Yeah, true, mm. true. I mean, that, again, I it might just be one whole plot hole where suddenly something that proof can suddenly be broken. Mm. I think it's because he's telepathically linked to the technology. As he yeah. puts his hands in the goo and he goes, I just think something and it fires. Like when he yeah. fires a rocket stuff, he just thinks, go, and it goes off. So I'm going, so the alien technology is linked telepathically to you then. Okay then. Because he's got alien DNA. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Of the alien D, all the alien weaponry, the link through the DNA. You don't have to have a hundred percent DNA. Maybe you can have a little, you know, fifty percent, mm. or even less. We don't know. Then it will still obviously react to you and thing. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. So, is there anything else, buddy? Talk about this thing then. Um, um, can I quickly say the filming style, the clunky mockumentary stuff? It gave me a headache. I don't know about you, but all that greeniness, I was quite, I was pleased and annoyed when they get rid of it. A, they get rid of it without warning, and we were all meant to ignore that, I suppose. But mm. B, um, you know, I was quite pleased if my could actually readjust to the screen without, um without feeling like they were going to pop out my head. Um, mm. I have to point out, little CJ has to be the cutest alien I've ever seen. Um, E.T. really doesn't have a look in, does he? <laughs> um, <laughs> what else did I write? Um, yeah, I mentioned you a bit of a CD. I think that's it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because like I said, I found myself struggling to concentrate on this movie because it's so mm. fucking boring nothing happens for about 40 minutes and then there's a big 10 to 15 minute span of Vickers getting ignored by his wife ignored by his boss on mm-hmm. a run looking for food then the whole PR stuff going oh my god he had sex with an alien therefore he's turning into an alien and then he suddenly breaks into the MNU once he finds out Christopher can turn him back into a human and I'm going, my God, you turned quick, wasn't it? Was, was it six hours later and you're now on the alien site? Yeah. But then uh, again, I think it one these um one the realized he's he's not one the he's he fought to see life from the alien point of view, he has no choice but to go, well, hold on a minute they have a point because let's face it one little difference and suddenly he's outcasted from mankind and they're all treating him the same yeah. way the aliens like he can't trust the he can't trust his own you know his own species so therefore you know he kind of has to run tail between his legs and offer to help them mm. yeah, although i have to say that the father-in-law is a fucking arsehole as soon as he finds vickers 
uh, oh my god, quick, cut him up. He can fire yeah. the guns. We must harvest his DNA, harvest his, his organs and such. Da, 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 da. I'm going, that's fucking cold, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I like him to begin with. Because let's oh, face true. it, any other loving father in law, um, I imagine, uh, would have been like, right, don't wait, like, let's not kill him. What else can we do? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Although, right, one thing I want to discuss <clears throat> is Vickers now a oh, complete prawn. Because well, it shows him at the end of one, so yeah, it's actually Vickers, but because they say that yes, uh, Vickers was a an arts and crafts nut and he made various things for his wife and all that stuff, and then it shows mm. his wife holding the metal flower and it shows you a, a prawn making it. So I'm going, is that Vickers as the alien? See, <laughs> it's sure the same before when we see like what's meant to be the last ever uh, footage of Vicar, and it shows him. You know, he's on the verge of turning and it shows his eye and mm. it shows that like, he's got like this yellow pupil thing going on with the this yellow eye. Yellow, mm. that pupil with the, with the yellow iris and thing. And you just think him. And then it shows you that prawn at the end making the, the metal flower. And he's got the, you know, the same eye. I have it uh, suggesting that's him. But again, you know, we need more clarity just because on the outside he looks like a prawn. Does he? He clearly not forgotten he's human because he's clearly making things for his wife. So internally and like his mind and thing, is he still a prawn or is he a human? Mm. Mm. I love the fact how Christmas says to him, well, "I'll be back in three years' time," and he just fucks off him and his son with that yeah. gigantic mother shot and going, "Get a fucking arse on all you fucking prick!" As he just dumps. Two million of his own uh, species behind it. He fucks off. I'm going. And that's why this movie needs a, a sequel. If not a prequel, it definitely needs a sequel to. I want to jump forward three years and see if he came back or not, or see if you know Vicky has left looking up at the guy going, "You fucking bastard! You said you were coming back." Yeah. Yeah. Although this movie needed a fucking video game <laughs> to explain. <laughs> I mean, Oh my god, or a bunch it of... It needed to come with a set of instructions, let's face it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> it just seems to me like this Christopher guy was all about himself and his son and his lover slash partner, because mm-hmm. he wasn't giving two fucks about... Because how is that little dropship supposed to get all those prawns back into the ship then fuck off back to where it came from? See... Yeah, because like we're told their planet was destroyed and then mm-hmm. he said like he was gonna have to return to the home planet to get help to rescue Which makes no sense because if the home planet's destroyed, where the fuck are they going? Exactly. Uh, like, but how's that gonna work? Your home planet is destroyed uh, unless colonised another planet. Yeah, unless they colonised yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they were not going to their home planet but they're adopted home planet it could be it could be it could be also they the dropped a line that the reason why it's going to take so long is the ship can only go faster than the speed of light which uh-huh. is pretty slow is it not? i mean yeah speed of light is not that fast if you think about it i mean it would take i mean it's what? still the fast what is it is it still the fastest thing we have on this planet speed of light yeah, I think it is, yeah. yeah. Which is why you see lightning before you 
which is why you always see the lightning before you hear the thunder. Before you hear, yes, both, before you hear the clap, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're but, both the same thing, it's just you see it for. Mm, but let's take um, Star Trek, for instance, right? Right. Now, their spaceships are warp drive, which is supposed to be something like 10 times the speed of light. Uh-huh. And that's warp one. That's impulse power, actually, or something like that. And warp one is supposed to be 10 times faster than that, and so on and so forth. So uh, if that thing was travelling at the speed of light, it would take forever to get f- out, of our, yeah, out of our fucking solar system, I mean, out of the galaxy. So I'm thinking, where the fuck are these prawns from? Yeah, so in theory, it's going to take a lot, it's going to take it at least three years to get out of our atmosphere and things like that, um, mm. and out of our solar system, so... You know, mm. the I mean, whole was, it being a year and a half round, you know, a three-year round trip is a bit inaccurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a YouTube video I've watched, um, the speeds of various Star Trek ships, um, saying that the slowest one was the NX and the fastest one was um, the Enterprise E. And blah, 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 blah. Okay. And how fast it get to go to this and how fast it get to go to that. And they were saying that to get from earth to uh what was it to jupiter uh-huh um for the f would be like a matter of seconds but it would take the nx enterprise something like 10 minutes to get there so i'm thinking oh. hmm so how i mean if, if the nx enterprise is warp four uh then that's supposed to be what four times faster speed of light uh-huh. So that means that's four times faster than that mothership can go, which means that mothership is fucking slow. So, <laughs> which, yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's just wrap this thing up. Overall, this movie is fine. However, the more you watch this thing, the more you find plot holes and inconsistencies, and the more you think you're skidding along on your wow factor of your CGI and the action scenes. Mm. which are pretty sparsely spaced out, you know? Yeah. There's, like, hardly anything happens, then there's a, actually there's nothing, there's action scene, then there's nothing, then there's action scene, there's a big action scene at the end. And I'm going, there's nothing much in this movie. I mean, if you don't like Vickers from start, off the bat, I didn't like him because I thought he was a smug prick. Mm. I thought he was the Ricky Gervais of the office, you know? <laughs> And I can't sound wreckage face. No, so because it's I, not a compliment anybody want. Mm, mm. And I didn't like Vickers at all. And then when he turned into the, the half prawn, he was even less likeable. I didn't like the humans. I didn't like the whole NMU people either. The the whole gun nuts and that stuff. I hated mm. that either. The, the whole mothership thing, is it a clone ship? Is it a slave ship? Is it a life raft? It makes no sense. It's just dropped. The timeline's over the fucking place, as I says. It goes from 1982 to 2002, which is fair enough, that's 20 years. Then it jumps from 2002 to 2008, then 2010, and then 2012, and then back to 2000. I'm going, what is going to be with the timeline? And then the fact the clones are all dumb, all but three aliens. See, uh, Christopher, CG, and Christopher's unnamed partner. So, ah. Mm. Uh, Plus, the AI technology is easily destroyed, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I was done with this movie 40 minutes in because I was just bored, and I just didn't fucking care. Mm. So, what do you say? 
yeah, I completely agree with all your points, and I've only got a couple of things to add. I mean, there's no in-depth character development at all, um, especially with our main protagonist, um, Vicar. So when his fate was sealed, to be perfectly honest, I didn't care. I had no sympathy for the guy whatsoever. In fact, I had more sympathy for the alien. Um, and it's a movie that I reckon think hit making a deeper point than what it is. I mean, the the plot home for me make it feel like a like a cheap parody of a sci-fi movie. I mean, albeit okay, a pretty good one at that, but still. Um, I think if it had got the balance right, it could have been almost a great anti-discrimination movie, because at the heart, that's what it is. It had a discrimination movie, yes. Yes. you know. Um, so, you know, I mean, it got this hidden message that I picked up from about the 20-minute mark throughout, and, you know, of the... Uh, I got to say it nicely. Uh, I've got the whole hidden message that the whole world we live in is nothing but a separate of intolerance. Mm. And, you know, therefore there are some amongst us who are morally and intellectually corrupt. Because, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and, you know, and underneath all the clunky filming, the hit and miss acting, the terrible story and character development, you know, you can almost hear the word tolerance being screamed out at us from the movie set and it's almost telling us, you know, if they'd done it right, it would have been telling us that, you know, tolerance is the key to a better world. You know, if, if, if the humans and the aliens would have figured that out, would things have been different for Vickers? Who fucking knows mm. the You know? Um, so, you know, for that, you know, it's not bad for that reason, but if they'd have got it right, it could have been, you know, a movie that blew up my mind. How am I like, how the hell did no one pick up on that plot line before? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Right, so let's score us out of five. One being dog shit and five being solid gold. Now, I've got down here 2.5, but I don't give half scores. Okay. So I'm going to give this thing a two. I was thinking three, but ultimately the more I discussed through this, maybe the more I dropped back the point. Because, as you say, there's too many plot holes. Nothing mm. is explained. Mm. And things just happen because the plot demands it to happen. Yeah. So I'm going to give this thing a two out of five. So what would you give it? I'm giving it a three. And that's only because if you look closely, you can hear the see the hidden message of tolerance. But, you know... If I was it just on the movie, it'd have been getting a one. Mm. But is that hidden message so-called hidden? Because it's basically No, no, it's not really. By the end of the movie, it's screaming out in black and white. But, Mm. you know. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Right, then. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Two Geeks Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod, and you can follow Joanne on Twitter at Two Geeks Joanne. Okay, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Two Geeks Talk Movies. Now, next month is my pick for both months movies, and Joanne can get October. So we're covering one of my favourite movies, Silence of the Lambs, and uh, Copycats. So Ooh. there we have that one. We've got a serial killer September. Nice. 
um for october have you picked what you're doing october yet <laughs> not yet um i i before we do silent Lamb, i will have a i think um yeah i i kind of want it the obvious thing would be but to be go with movies that sit around halloween well, yes, yes, I want to try and stay away from that. Maybe I don't know. I maybe talk to you off mic and see if you kind of mm. want me to pick Halloween based ones or not. Um, yeah, one of them might. If I'm doing Halloween based one, one of them might not be scary. Cause my favourite Halloween movie, I think, a horror. Mm. Okay. Maybe, okay. might not. So I can say, so tell me, Joanne, are you a deep roar? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bye. <laughs>